Hi everyone, this is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show, and this show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making other people healthier in this world. We always uncover a variety of topics, some fringe topics in health. Most importantly, it's along the lines of themes of making sure that people that are providing healthcare services, healthcare technology, new innovations, um, we uncover the reasons why these things are existing and how they can impact society and health's um, the health of others in a good, positive way. I'm super excited today to have Ben York on the show. So Ben York is an investor at ArcView Ventures, and he has some really exciting uh, investments that he's done, and they've been voting with their dollars for a while. So some interesting topics that we're going to go through on this show, but most importantly, I don't want to steal a thunder. Ben, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. This is uh, This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. And, you know, you're working on some awesome stuff, really cool fringe stuff in in health. But most importantly, tell us about you. Tell us how you got started off and what are the series of events that have led you to where you're at today? Yeah, it's it's kind of uh, it's it's a meandering story. Um, And so I, uh, you know, went to school in uh, Maine, a small liberal arts college and, and studied economics and financial markets and thought that uh, you know, I was just going to be in uh, sales and trading for the rest of my life. That's what I was going to do. Moved out to Chicago after graduating and, and spent a couple of years there and uh, at Citigroup and, and um, pretty quickly realized that um, that wasn't exactly what I wanted to, to do. Um, and so uh, I kind of had to reevaluate and realized I liked working with younger companies, startups um, and, and privately held companies uh, as well. And um, so wanted to get into venture capital and didn't know how to do it. And, and some of the advice I got was to just kind of move out West and join a startup, which I did. And that was kind of my first foray into the healthcare space, um, like uh, specifically and, um, spent a little over a year at a startup called Remedly, uh, which, uh, makes practice management software for plastic surgeons and dermatologists. And that was a really great experience and a really great insight into an industry that I didn't know a whole lot about prior to joining um, and really set the stage for my experience within healthcare. And I think the cannabis stuff goes, uh, you know, in and out of healthcare and, and we can touch on that. But, um, you know, I, I still wanted to get into to VC because I was in sales while I was at Remedly and um, luckily found a program called Venture University, which is kind of like an accelerator to get into venture capital. Um, so did that for uh, a few months and, and ultimately invested in, I think it was six different startups uh, while we were there for three months. So that was a great experience getting up to speed and um, met the general partners at ArcView through that program. Um, and, and they liked my background and my passion for the space and needed some help and, and they brought me on board. And it's, it's been a great uh, experience so far. That's awesome. No, that's awesome, Ben. Yeah, I'm familiar with Venture University, and it's a, it's a refreshing model. Um, so super exciting that you went went through that, and you're at ArcView now. Um, ben, you've hit about you know some topics a, a little bit already about you know from a healthcare perspective. But what are some some themes in healthcare that you're working mm-hmm. on today? Have a strong passion on, and maybe you can speak about one or two of those. Yeah, I mean, I think um, one that I really think is interesting and changing um, changing the healthcare space pretty rapidly uh, is uh, is the digital health. Um, and so, uh, a couple of my really close friends um, work for digital health companies, and and I had looked at, at joining one um, way back when as well. And 
I really think that applying new digital tools to um, you know health problems that pr previously required surgery or medication or, or, or whatever um, is really a revolutionary uh, approach. And you know when you talk about a company like Hinge Health, um, you know working on uh, removing or, or relieving musculoskeletal pain through just you know normal therapy um, and, and reducing the need for opioids. I mean, that's hugely impactful on, on people's lives across the country and, and around the world. And um, that's, you know, a goal I think we have in the, you know, in the cannabis space as well is, re is relieving some of the need for, for opioids. Um, and so whatever means that is, whether it's through cannabis or through uh, digital health, I think that's, that's a huge trend that we need to see. Uh, and, and, and need to see more improvement as soon as possible. Yeah, no, it's super exciting. Congratulations on, on Hinge Health as well. Yeah, I've heard a lot about them and it, you know, you know, back pain, joint pain, you know, it, it's, you know, I always say when you're back ain't right, the world ain't right. You know, when you're, when you're hurt, it, it, it really affects everything. And so it's really refreshing to see what they're doing. Super exciting to see their growth. Mm -hmm. um, on the cannabis side, what you guys have been doing there, obviously there's still some uh, stigmatization, right? About, you know, talking about it. But, you know, statistically speaking, it's such a powerful phenomenon that is affecting the medical industry that's affecting the provider side. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to us and maybe from like a, a beginner's mindset, like yeah. why, you know, the why is cannabis all of a sudden getting attention? Obviously, there's some legal things, but why is it getting attention? What are the benefits? How does it affect healthcare? Maybe uh, talk to us uh, in our listeners as if we're, a, you know, uh, uh, you know, just re have no knowledge about the industry at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think one reason in particular that it's getting a lot of attention is on the social justice side. Uh, I think you're seeing a lot of uh, presidential candidates on the Democratic side really pushing for legalization as a way to show their commitment to social justice. And I think that's that's a great aspect and, and a great way to kind of uh you know promote the cause um th that's you know definitely one of the best reasons to to legalize cannabis um but there you know it goes way beyond there and i think you know some of the stuff that i i, I post frequently about um you know whether legalization does actually lead to increased rates of uh, adolescent use and we've seen studies that show that that's actually not the case um and so i think a lot of the the fear about legalization um, is starting to show that that's kind of unfounded. Um, and you might see an initial kind of spike. I think one of the studies I've read is shows that there's an initial spike in crime rates in um, towns that have dispensaries, but that mm -hmm. decreases over time. Um, and so, uh, you know, you're, you're not seeing a lot of the issues that, that people, you know, thought there would be with legalization. So I think, um, you know, there, there are a lot of factors as to why to legalize, but I think mm -hmm. um, the social justice is, is really why we're seeing it a lot in, in the news today. And from a social justice, so I appreciate you going into that dimension. And so, yeah, social factors are a lot of things that we're starting to uncover a little bit more on this show when it comes to pop health, patient engagement, um, social determinants of health. Um, can you speak about maybe from like medical procedure standpoint? So, you know, mm -hmm. back pain, joint pain. Um, what are some of the conditions out there from like a, either a chronic or episodic disease standpoint 
that are, are statistically starting to benefit from, you know, you know, prescribed cannabis. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really interesting that you, you say that because I think a lot of the uses are still being found out. Um, and, and part mm -hmm. of that is because there hasn't been any, you know, or, or much research dollars spent in the cannabis space because of its schedule one status. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, for, again, going back to the, uh, explaining on a, a younger level, that's just, you know, it's, it's a cannabis is scheduled the same level as heroin or LSD, no accepted mm -hmm. medical use as of now, you know, according to the federal government, but we're, we're quickly seeing that, you know, there are a lot of use cases that we didn't even know existed. Um, I mean, a lot of it's kind of backwards from the traditional, uh, healthcare space and that, you know, you think you have uh, a use case for this drug and you prove it and then, and, you know, test it and then release it to the public. Well, now it's kind of the opposite, right? We have uh, people using cannabis and saying, oh, well, this really helps my, my joints or, you know, I haven't had uh, the insomnia that I used to have or, or, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, you know, my flashbacks and, and PTSD is, is, has calmed down and, feeling feeling better about my, myself for, for this reason or that and um, so you know we're still finding out a lot of the use cases which makes it super exciting for me I mean it's I, I mm -hmm. love diving into those research reports and understand figuring out where the you know potential links might be and and what the you know future causes are or future um, you know, relief might be but um, in terms of the pharmaceutical applications really the only approved ones so far, have been to treat epilepsy um, and on very mm -hmm. limited cases. Um, but I think you're going to start to see that expand, especially with the Farm Act and, and a lot of focus on uh, the CBD side of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, su super interesting. And you guys are obviously, you know, voting with your dollars and, you know, looking to solve specific problems in this space. Um, can you speak to, so you guys, obviously, I, I think you guys work with Canopy, right? And, you know, you've invested in companies like Ease and, and Tokyo Smoke, but so can you speak to a little bit about maybe one or two portfolio companies and the problems that they're solving in the spaces that they're in? Yeah. And, and uh, just to take a step back as well. Um, so we are still in the process of, of raising our venture fund. So uh, we, mm -hmm. as, Arcview as a group, hasn't invested um, any money individually. What our Arcview group um, was and, and still very much is uh, for the past nine years is kind of an angel investing network. So we mm -hmm. have high net worth individuals, accredited investors who uh, invest money in, yeah, just like that, in companies like Ease and and uh, and, and those in that kind of space. Um, Got it. So the way we're kind of looking at it is, um, you know, on on the healthcare side in terms of investing in, I think there's a lot of applications in in CBD, um, and so that's mm -hmm. you know we're looking at a broad range of, you know. Um, applications for hemp, whether it's construction or clothing or, or what have you. But um, mm -hmm. more and more you're seeing people, well, I guess I, I, my generation, um, I think, and, and probably older generations as well, you know, we're right. seeing a pretty high increase in anxiety across the board, whether that's due to the political climate or, or, you know, uh, business cycle for the, in the economy, w global warming, whatever there, there's 
technology, yeah, exactly. too many, too many devices, exactly. too many, yeah. too many notifications. There, right? there, there's, <laughs> there's so many potential reasons for increased anxiety. I think that CBD is a, you know, a lot of people say it's, it's going to be a cure all. I don't think that that's necessarily going to be the case, but we do see, um, you know, decreased levels of anxiety, um, you know, with associated with use of CBD. So I think that's, mm-hmm. um, you know, definitely going to be a part of people's lives going forward. If you're drinking a coffee and you know, I know, I notice when I drink a cup of coffee, if I drink it too quickly and it's early in the morning and I've had, you know, maybe two or three cups and I need to get work done, I feel my anxiety build up. And so, you know, maybe right. if you're building right. in a coffee with, you know, a few milligrams of CBD, just to kind of keep that level headedness, uh, and as opposed to kind of peaks and valleys associated with caffeine use. I mean, that's just like a, a, a practical example, but I think just overall state of people's mental health is not as as good as it should be um and and i think cbd can help with that yeah it's fascinating you know there's there's a lot of these topics we uncover from a social factor standpoint on this on this um on this show uh anxiety you know lots of access to technology the Mm -hmm. context switching it feels like our brains were not designed to do the level of context switching and kind of pings and notifications um, and, and obviously the mindfulness movement is, is huge cause it's supposed to combat that and kind of teach people to be still. And so it's such an interesting, um, space, um, along the lines, it, it, it's, it's intriguing. And I haven't followed it so, so, you know, per, so much, but there's these large companies now like Canopy mm-hmm. in Canada and there's this like huge Canada effect, but like, just take us back where, where what is legal in cannabis? Where is it legal? What are the differences that make the difference in the legalization and kind of the geography of things? Maybe that giving us a context yeah. for that would, would help yeah. too. And that's, that's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, very interesting. I mean, so there, I think that, I think it's 10 States have legalized mm-hmm. recreationally. Um, and so that's right. different from the, the medical, uh, legalization, which you need to have, you know, a doctor's recommendation, um, to, to have access and there's different differing laws, even within the recreational and medicinal, I think it's 33 States, um, that have medicinal access. Um, so, I mean, even on a state by state basis, you know, you may go to one state where, um, it's totally, you know, recreational. You can walk in, if you're over, uh, you know, 21, you can walk into a dispensary in, you know, California and buy a joint or whatever. Um, but you can't mm-hmm. consume that on site unless there's a special permit, right? And I think Alaska actually is just moving forward with, um, you know, allowing consumption on site. And, and so that even, even like both states are recreational, but you have nuances in the laws there. And whereas in Canada, um, you know, they've famously legalized recreationally, but you still can't buy edibles um, in, a, in a, you know, legal way. So um, mm-hmm. there's huge amounts of variation in terms of, of the laws. And so just saying it's like legal or recreational, you should still do the homework and make sure you're not accidentally, uh, you know, doing something illegal. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think this is a good part, part to insert our disclaimer of, you know, we're not, you know, promoting products and, you know, or anything like that. It's just a matter of, you know, encouraging everyone to understand the landscape mm-hmm. and what's out there. And, um, you know, understanding what's possible. And obviously, you know, it's, it's definitely something to be careful with. You know, there's this other, you know, side of, you know, just like you, you have, I 
talked about in the past. It's just a matter of um, you got to know what you're getting, you know, depending on what you're seeking, how to get it, making sure it's legal to have, you know, if you need a medical um, you know, marijuana license, you need, you need to, you need to get that as well. And then obviously whatever you're purchasing, you need to know the source and, and what's in it and what its effects could be. And so, you know, hopefully, you know, I fit in all the 10 disclaimers <laughs> I can possibly think of in just the last yeah. 30 seconds there, but, um, it's, it's fascinating. And, but, you know, I guess from an insurance perspective, a provider perspective, do you see any opportunity there where like for certain like procedures where something's prescribed that, you know, do you, do you have any thesis on from like a health insurance perspective, but anything that you see may be occurring there? Um, so certain elements of this are, are covered. I mean, is that the opportunity and does that opportunity differ between the U S and Canada? And if so, how, um, well, know? so that's something that we actually, um, you know, ArcView and, and, uh, we're partnered with BDS analytics and we just came out with a new research report on, uh, pharmaceutical applications of cannabis in the medical market, uh, in general. And I think that is one area that, um, you know, is, is touched on there and, it might be a while. I mean, I think there definitely are applications where it could and should be uh, covered by insurance, but I think the transition there is going to be a little bit longer, um, especially especially with the right. Schedule One status. But um, there, right now, there are limited um, uh, pharmaceutical drugs that are cannabis derived that are covered by health insurance and mm -hmm. that process is going to i think slowly expand i think there's a number of others that are in in the in the pipeline with the um with the fda but um mm -hmm. yeah i think i think that's going to take uh, a pretty significant shift at the federal level before insurance companies really start waiting in more fully right. but i think i think once they do there's uh you know massive opportunity there for them so I don't know what it'll take, but um, I, I think they're probably waiting on the sidelines and, and trying to figure out how, how they're going to wade into it. Right. But I think there's definitely an opportunity there. Right. No, it's, it's super exciting, super, super fascinating to uncover and really understand, you know, anyone that's in the, the, the healthcare arena, it's a dynamic to really objectively understand and understand the statistics from all these different dimensions. And so, you know, I've been, you know, feeling very convicted to kind of explore this area a, a lot more in terms of like how should healthcare providers, providers, payers be thinking about the market today? Where could it go? Should should there be any adjustments to to any the, any way that people are thinking about things? And um, so, really appreciate. Yeah, you know, it's always good to kind of like start things off with like a ground belief system of like what are the principles in this industry? You know, how are things being layered on in terms of services and who are the providers of, of these types of products in the, in the market and, you know, the cautions as well, but also, you know, the possibilities as well and striking the balance between the two, I think is, is where the, the light needs to shine. So I appreciate this, uh, Ben, for you uncovering yeah. some of these elements. Tell, tell us a little about maybe some other themes that you're excited about that are related to healthcare. You know, you guys are really interested in um, the fintech space, blockchain, um, any other, you know, areas of, of interest that you guys, you've mentioned the, um, you know, hinge health about back pain, any other topics that you're passionate um, about? Yes. Yeah, and so just to, to, um, you know, do, do my disclaimer as well. Hinge health is just, you know, that's, uh, um, you know, a friend of mine works there and I, I'm, I, yeah, I really, really like, really, oh, really like what they're, really like what they're doing, but not <laughs> 
Okay, you guys did yeah, yeah, that. Okay, wish sorry. I, wish Wanted I could have. Um, Thank you. But uh, so, yes, <laughs> I, I really like what they're doing. But I think, um, you know, th- there is just so much we don't know about how cannabis can be used uh, medicinally. And I think w- that's really what I'm most excited mm-hmm. about is just once the research money starts flowing into the space, um, seeing what happens and, and, and what we are able to um you know uncover i mean it, it could you know we come up with a um you know a, a new kind of drug that that relieves the need for uh you know drugs like adderall or 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 things that address adhd and and um you know I, there's just so much that that still needs to be found out um and i think that's that is what's most exciting to me is is just being along for the ride and, and finding out um you know what this kind of you know it's called a wonder drug can do Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. absolutely no this it's super fascinating and um i guess ben as you know like on this show we always like to kind of pave the way you know we've talked about a lot of different um fringe uh opportunities in health and things that you guys are looking at tell us about your vision of the future maybe one or two things that maybe you believe that hasn't been proven yet, or maybe it's something you believe that other people think is crazy, <laughs> but tell us your vision of the future when it comes to um, health. That's man. a tough one. I think, you know, going, um, working in the healthcare space uh, on, on the technology side with, with Remedly in, in the practice management space and, and, you know, talking with my, uh, my mom about her her struggles with the healthcare space and navigating that it for good reason it's extremely complex um but i think mm-hmm. for for the average person it's almost impossible to navigate on your own and i think that really needs to change you shouldn't have to have a, a, a you know a team of people to help you figure out what um you know how to even you know, navigate and, and, and use your insurance. You know, I mean, I know when I when I first had it, I had no idea what what I was doing. I had no idea how how it worked or, or, or <laughs> what a deductible is. And I think, um, you know, I don't know that you should have to be an expert to be able to to use your insurance um, and and that kind of thing. So I think I think I think right. a massive simplification needs to take place. Um, I'm not sure how we get there, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, right. I think that that would be my um, my utopian vision is just kind of a simple healthcare system where you can walk yeah. in, receive the treatment you need, and, and not have to worry about. Um, but I, I I have right. no idea how we get there. That's for the that's for the politicians to figure out. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's 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 there's definitely some interesting possibilities. Just you know, a lot of this stuff, the way it's teed up to us, right, is very complex. But it can really be mm-hmm. broken down into like simple language, and um, you know, and so yeah, it's it's really exciting. There's so many different technologies and like chatbots and AI, but you know, just the simple message, right, that says, "Hey, you paid <laughs> this, you owe yeah. this, and here's why." Like, I yeah, mean, gosh, doesn't that solve eighty percent of the problems out there? <laughs> like, but. Uh, uh, ben, super cool stuff that you're working on. Super cool stuff that ArcView is working on. So, congrats on um, you know what you guys are doing and and the illumination mm-hmm. that you guys are having in the space and reducing the stigmatization of some, of some of these topics. And so, it was great to uncover. As you go throughout the year, I'd love to have you back on the show, recap some of the the new projects you guys are, are working on or investing in. So, 
Uh, so Ben, this was super exciting. What, what would be a good way for our listeners to get in contact with you? Yeah, if yeah they feel would free like to shoot to me an stuff? email. Um, my email address is Ben York, B-E-N-Y-O-R-K at arcviewventures.com. Uh, happy to, to touch base with anyone and, and uh, answer any questions about the space. I'm here to be a resource, as I like to say. So, Awesome. Awesome, Ben. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for your insights. Thank you for your time and for sharing your passions as well. And to our listeners out there, this is the Pop Health Show. This is for anyone with a passion for making other people healthier in this world. Yeah, thank ben, you for your again, time. Thank this you so was, much. Uh, this is awesome. Really, really uh, happy to be on board. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Ben. Much appreciated. Thank you.